everybody. Welcome to Keys to the Jet. I'm Red. Rhino. And Blackbeard. And we've started off with a banger this morning. Just kind of, you know, getting in here, fucking around. How's everybody doing today? Y'all doing all right? Doing good? Doing good. Doing good. Going doing to a, a taco party later. Mm. You're going mm. to a taco party? Yeah. With a buddy. My, his family. Heck yeah, dude. Where at? Like Apple Valley. He he works in the ITF, but he lives out here. He's like the only other guy oh, that lives okay. out here. Okay. Mm. We didn't have to see the say the city. You could have said like the restaurant. There is no or, restaurant. Or, or are you guys making it at home? Making it at home. Whoa. The good shit. Yeah. And some street tacos. I love street hey. tacos. Hello. I'm having taco party. Yeah. Dude. And then Fuck I've yeah. got uh, Monday. I'm doing like a little Thanksgiving potluck for my team. So I got a turkey that's almost uh, almost a thawed. I'm going to brine for the rest of the whole day. And then I'm going to inject it tomorrow. And then I'm going to, I've got one of those uh, roaster ovens, you know, you put it on like the countertop. So mm-hmm. I'm going to cook a turkey like first thing in the morning on Monday. Do you Sick. set it and forget it? No, no, no. <laughs> Sick. Well, yeah, oh yeah, Thanksgiving is coming up, what, next week, right? Yep. Right? <clears throat> oh, man. These holidays are sneaking up on me, dude. This weekend shift is like, Throwing everything off because 2023 is almost over. I know it's so crazy. No, uh, cool, so man. I called us all here because I wanted to just it's been a long time since it's been the three of us. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I mean, you know, uh, gives us time to sit here, bullshit about stuff, yeah, talk about what direction we want to take the podcast in, uh, things like that. Well, I just wanted to mainly like highlight, like, like I know we're not putting up like crazy numbers, right? But did you guys ever think when we were like, I know. I know Red and I for sure when we were just doing stupid Batman impressions <laughs> in our cubicle, you know, our, our janitorial cubicle at work and and never thought it would get to like 600 people following us, you know, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's been a heck of a ride. Like, weren't, weren't we talking about this last December? Isn't that so. when we started talking about it? And we were like, hey, let's. um, We started in April, didn't we? No, February. Was it yeah, February? I thought it was February. Was the yeah. first one that came so, out? We're coming up on year. We're coming up on year one, and we're done. We're doing okay. I think we're yeah. doing okay for the first year. Um, obviously, we haven't gotten to that twelve month mark yet. But um, let me pull up some of our analytics here. Your stats. Yeah. Um, I don't have everything on YouTube. I could probably pull up our YouTube views, which isn't much, but. Um, it's so like each platform so fucking different. It's weird. Okay. It's all over the place. Yeah, it's all over. So let's see. On Facebook, we have 617 followers. Thank you. You guys are fucking awesome. Ooh. We gotta keep gotta keep grinding, showing, you know, posting stuff. That's you there, Blackbeard. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Social, media. social Our- media manager. <laughs> Our best hire yet. <laughs> yeah it's actually i'm i'm actually really glad you we brought you on the team damn uh, right you oh, are okay so let's see you know every time you wear a sleeve of shirt you know you should cut out or it's just your nipples a little your bit nipples. more like each time just get till it's like just a strip <laughs> <laughs> just progressively gets us like this little little strip yeah. just be like <clears throat> yeah that's it <laughs> No, you gotta have like just 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 the cutouts. You you just want to see my nipples. 
yeah. get my calculator out because like, I can't. It'd be best to bring a, like a, a guest on, and you're just sitting there, and you, it's just this <laughs> shirt with your nipples cut out. I'm just like, but you have to uh, put X's on there. You have to put X's on there. Don't want any nudity. So. He he runs marathons. Okay. <laughs> so between Buzzsprout, okay, between Buzzsprout and RSS, which they distribute our podcast, right? We have forty five hundred and thirty eight streams slash downloads, right? And that's on all the, it's pretty good for a year. That's not bad. It's pretty good for a year of like, the people don't fucking, they don't know us. Who the fuck Just knows us? Around. Nobody knows us. Uh, we have been, wow. Uh, here, actually, let me, let me show you guys. I keep getting my Kool-Aid in my mustache. I got to wipe it off. Here, let me show you. All right, Bert Kreischer. <laughs> can you guys see, can you guys see my screen here? Yeah. Look at us all over the world right there. Oh, Some shit. of those are weird, like in the middle of Africa. <laughs> One in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. Look at us all over the world. Australia. There's a Crazy, lot of right? East Coast. That's surprising. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of East Coast. Yeah. Can you Dude, zoom in uh, on the United yeah. States? Yeah. Holy shit. Well, on that yeah. live, we had that one dude Bro, in Norway. Right, right here. Right here. Chickasha. Okay. Is that Kansas? What is, is that? that? Kansas? Uh, no. Yeah. <clears throat> Chickasha is in, in uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh, that's yeah. one of our top cities dude why i don't know yeah yeah i don't know who's out there or what's out there but yeah that what? is weird dude that is crazy yeah so i could take you wait go to... over to north korea is supreme leader listening Ooh. <laughs> probably not <laughs> i mean this we, is all we, of could, our... we could be like the what was it the interview or whatever it was it's oh, inevitable. Yeah. you hate you hate us because you ain't us South Korea, Seoul, Germany, Australia. Yeah. I mean, we're everywhere. Let's well, like, like, somebody that's deployed. England, yeah, Italy. If you go up, to, go up a little bit in Germany, the Kaiser Slaughter, that's that's Ramstein. Oh, okay. Mm. That's that's the town right outside of Ramstein. Italy, Sweden. France, Norway. France, yeah. Spain. Well, actually, Norway is, uh, I, I, I bet you that's um, Martin. New Zealand. No, he's from the Netherlands. Yeah, but I think they're, the Netherlands is up in Norway doing stuff. Well, we yeah. had that one guy on the live, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. New Zealand, Japan, India, Djibouti. Oh, my God. Islam, Islamic Republic of Iran. Ooh, we got terrorists trying to get. No way. No <laughs> yeah. way. Is that Iran? Yeah. Oh, oh shit, dude. Saudi, Canada. Yes, we've been everywhere. I've been everywhere. Israel. Man. That's crazy. Yeah, that is Correct. crazy how it breaks it down, though. So yeah, Georgia. we've been everywhere. Georgia, all well, I know, over the place. I know the UK is from Lorenzen. probably. And his uh, buddies. Yeah, see Chickasha right there. Chickasha, biggest. Holy what? shit! Yeah, that's weird. Chickasha, that's weird. McKin- where's McKinney? I don't know where that is. Rosamond, Dallas, <laughs> Anchorage, Anchorage, yeah. Yeah, Goldsboro, we're Philadelphia, we're everywhere, man. Fucking Fort Smith, everywhere, dude. What's up, bro? Palmdale. That's really that's, weird. That's crazy, right? Bullhead City, boy. What's dude, up? Look, at, look at Germany, Frankfurt. There's 15. Yeah. Wow. This is our analytics by episode. What's number one? So number one is number one. It's still a pre-flight. Yeah, but if you look at right here, Little Mikey's debut episode, 
Shout out little Mikey strippers and pawn shops has moved to number three. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, it's good. crazy. Dude, I can't look at all the episodes we've done. That's crazy. But yeah, we've come uh, we've come a long way from just like talking about it in the little fucking cube farm to hey, let's go do it. We're on to, episode. Well, I mean, we have what how many like five episodes that you still haven't published? Yeah. Yeah, we still have a bunch. Plus, uh, some of the lives. I want to put out the lives here because yeah, not yeah, everybody sure. sees us live, right? Uh, which reminds me, stay on after a little bit so we can do like a live or like a trailer for our roll Sunday roll calls. Be like, hey, blah, blah, blah. Join us on Sunday, every Sunday for a roll call so I can put it as a trailer on these sites. Right? Season uh, episode 13, dude. The game wardens and stuff. That was the, yeah. the episode where that one dude just made everybody look like shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. What was it? So Trigger I, man. Yeah, yeah. Mikey was like, wow, I feel like a piece of shit now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was thinking um after this episode, we kind of like take a break until the end until the beginning of the year. To start season two. Where yeah, where we start season two to get all the other episodes out. But we still do our lives on Sundays, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but just have that way we can just get all the episodes out start number two and then come in with like a different maybe a different format and different things right because mm-hmm. i've heard people are like it's kind of the same every episode i got some ideas for that but i'm not going to tell them while we're recording no i'm not going to tell them either i got some Secrets. ideas too some new fresh well, let's upgrade for season two huh yeah. one two let's do that bigger and yeah. better upgrade so yeah, that's uh make keys the jet better uh, great again. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. We haven't we're gonna, had any we're gonna bag of the shit out of this. <laughs> we don't we don't have any downloads today yet. Motherfuckers. Um well, this is, we put out the other episodes that we still have to put out. This is about this is where downloads time and weekday. That's crazy. Right? And then it goes down to like the platforms, devices and client apps. Dude, most of it's on mobile. Yeah. Oh yeah, everybody uses their phone now. Smartwatch. Yeah, there's some you can download watch. on a watch. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spotify. Is Spotify the biggest one over there? It looks like it. Yeah. Yep. Spotify. Well, and uh, Apple Podcasts you can do on the watch as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Opera. Yeah. Google Chrome. Amazon Music Podcast. Yeah. That's nice. crazy, dude. Spotify. What's up? I can't see it. Thirty-five point eight one percent. Pretty crazy. And then Buzzsprout isn't as big, but I think that we should send all of our stuff maybe through Buzzsprout because then we can start doing ads and start making a little moolah, you know? Mm. So we got 222 downloads total right through Buzzsprout. Um, Here's all of our episodes. Gives us a nice graph. Obviously, the first one is the best one so far. Which is weird because the first one was like the most shittiest yeah. uh, audio. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was crazy. It, like, But everybody, yeah, still only have one subscriber, Freaky Freeland. Shout out. Yep. Um, this is how much we have in our wallet. <laughs> so much money. <laughs> <We're rich. laughs> so, I want you to know that we are being paid. <laughs> so... <laughs> That way it's fully transparent for you guys, too. So you guys aren't like, well, how much do we got? Well, this is what we got. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, these are the directories the, that we're on right now. There's, through, there's less than tens of dollars. 
Yeah. These are all of our directories that we're on. You know what I mean? So it's like, nice. Hey, we're doing it, doing it. But yeah. So just want to take you guys through that. How was, uh, woo. How was last week was six. It was, did you not listen? Did you not listen listen to it yet? Dude, it was good. It was a constant. It was a really good, it was a really good, uh, episode yeah so are they, good. are they from canada because I, I heard the first part he sounds like he's canadian no, no. he was no. a marine yeah he was a marine really yeah i think he's hawaiian hmm. maybe that's Possibly. cool six what are you <laughs> <laughs> he's before seven but was he yeah. was he uh because six eight seven no he's six was afraid of seven because seven eight nine seven, eight, seven, eight, nine. Six of you for seven. So how, how was it though? Like, was it like, uh, did he give any pointers or like, what? Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a lot really of information good. that he put out. Really good, and we kept the questions going. Like, we talked because he's in general aviation stuff. We talked a lot about the general aviation between, you know, because sometimes you can't stay in military contracts your whole time, right? Right. Because something might fucking go to the wayside, or you might have a family change, whatever the fuck life happens right. right so it kind of took us how to get your amp and um kind of what to look for and where kind of kind of where the money's at you know which is in the airlines the airlines are paying a lot you know because they have a shortage everybody has a yeah. shortage right now mechanics there's a fuck ton <laughs> well there's, there's a lot a- of the old ones are retiring yeah i mean dude there's a shortage of pilots too yeah, huge shortage of pilots. Which I mean, story. Which brings me into like a one of these things that I was wanting to talk about, like the pilot shortage. Um, dude, it's okay. So this is from Aviation News. I'll I'll read it. The shortage of commercial pilots has become so bad that American Airlines subsidiary is offering experienced aviators bonuses of up to a quarter million dollars to fly for them. Mm, damn. Yeah, and big money. They, and I'm joked. It's so bad. That they started to poach the uh poach FedEx pilots, basically. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. They're like, hey, come fly for us, dude. You know, and FedEx is like, hey, yeah, if you want to go, go. You know, I'm just saying, but if they... I was if I was any any heavy pilot in the Air Force, because a lot of them get like, it doesn't matter, C C one C five, C one thirty, C seventeen, AWAC, like whatever, dude. I'd be. I'd be getting out to go fly for the airlines because they'll pick you up in a heartbeat. Like, yeah, no, true. no questions at. So a lot of the C five, C seventeen, C one thirty guys, they get international like certifications for transporting like hazmat and different cargo and stuff like that. So like FedEx, yeah. uh, UPS, like all those big airlines, they they'll they'll just literally you could quit the Air Force one day and the next day you'll start flying for FedEx. So that's how fast. Yeah, these these smaller little subsidiaries of these guys are poaching um fedex no. and fedex is like hey we have in excess of 700 pilots estimated right so they're like yeah go fly hey you're gonna make 250 grand go go right yeah but i'm hoping to get into that uh the next five to ten years obviously not gonna be tomorrow but showing up for your american airlines flight and Bro, there's red <laughs> there's, gonna be... there's, there's red it's gonna be so A and P. Everybody shake yeah. out. <laughs> Everybody open. So A and P. So uh, I can uh, fucking. Was that turn around right there? The flight time. Be like get off. 
get off the plane right, right now. Get everybody <laughs> off the plane. <laughs> See that red motherfucker? Yeah. So the yeah. my trajectory hopefully is get the AMP done. That way I can get my trade maintenance for the fucking uh, private license, right? Then go to Embry Riddle and use um, Voc Rehab to do the mm. rest of the training. Come out with the um, as a CFI, you know, as the instructor and commercially rated, and then go from there. I think flying would be cool. Just gotta stay on the grind. It's gotta stay on the grind. That's my retirement thing because the kids are gonna be out of the house in ten years. So I gotta start going because you know it's what I want to yeah. do. That'd be funny yeah. if funny as shit is all three of us go through pilot school. Fuck yeah, it'd be rad, dude. Voc rehab is there, bro. He's he's the jet podcast becomes pilots. I actually airlines. <laughs> see. I actually want to take like and do a like a vlog for the channel. For for the whole thing when I go and start doing all of it. Like when I go start doing the the pilot tests and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like do videos and episodes while I do it. You know what I mean? Just so, to get, just to give people a oh, right. this is what it's like. So what I've noticed, uh, because I, I follow a lot of people like on YouTube that do like blogs and stuff like that, how to become a commercial pilot and all that stuff. And it, it's it's not as fast as you think. No, it's not. So like the first year or two you're flying um, like between regional airports. Like you're not right. flying like, no, you know, you're not. like LAX to JFK. Like you're just flying like little, yeah. I mean, they're very, very small regional airplanes. and you have to be yeah. on call. You have to fucking do all this other shit. Yeah. And you got to work your way up to first officer. The, the then... one guy said they, they use and abuse you as that, because it's like, you could be flying, mm-hmm. you know, your day is from, I don't know, Monday and then you're done on Thursday, but you're constantly just, and you're going all over the United States. Right. Just and these but, little puddle, puddle jumpers. The thing is, is what people don't realize takes a lot of time, but it's an investment. It's yeah. either an investment of money or it's an investment of time. Right. To get to where you want to be. Right. So it is what it is. Which if is not the, bad, but if you got I the guess... drive and you want to do it, you fucking do it. There's one guy that he was he did that for like half a year until the airline started running out of pilots and they bumped him up to like a 737 like yeah like by like almost overnight yeah because they they were so short so he they was got, just oh, like you got two thousand right hours bro what's up let's go no I think he had like just over a thousand <laughs> yeah and they were like cool you're go- you're going up already and I think yeah. now after a year of doing that now he's flying like a seven six seven or something like that or seven eighty seven a friend of mine had uh. I don't know how many hours he has. I think he has like three or four thousand hours, um, just flying from you know being a little private pilot, right? Um, GA called him, was like, "Hey, you want to be a drone pilot? We'll fucking mm-hmm. give you fifty thousand bucks. What's up, bro?" He's like, "Oh shit, you know, what's that kind of stuff, right?" You there was a guy I, I went through the crew chief school for when I came from the F thirty one thirty to F thirty five. Yeah, he was a reservist. He was a CFI out at Foxfield in, in Phoenix, flying Cessnas. And he was just he was just a senior airman at the time. Um, was a crew chief. Did that for like another like year or so. And then finally the reserves picked him up for OTS. So he became an officer. And then he went to flight school. And, you know, a year later, that dude's, you know, three, well, three or four years later after that stuff, he's he's a full-up F-35 pilot for the yeah. reserves now. So cool. he he went from fixing them as a crew chief on them to now he's flying them full time. Yeah. It, you know what? In civilian companies, um, <laughs> I think it's a Mentum, which was Battlespace. Yeah. 
uh, in GA, they only require you to have 2,000 minimum of hours in the seat to to do be a drone pilot. That's pretty good. We, we had you know a couple I mean? guys that went from enlisted to enlisted air crew, and they're enlisted guys flying yeah. global hawks. Bro, you're going to go out and put warheads on foreheads, dude. You're flying fucking 2,000, minimum 2,000 hours, dude. What's up? Let's go. So yeah. when the air when the Air Force came out with that, like, oh, we're gonna have enlisted pilots again, right? So they made them yeah. drone pilots, but they put them through flight school and all that stuff. So they had to do like T sixes, they had to do all that yeah. crap. Um, but the majority of them they fucking hate it because all they fly is the Global Hawk and they just sit there. They don't they don't do anything. Yeah, you just click on a mouse, don't you? So no, you, you saw the joystick and everything, like in the throttle. You still gotta land it, take off normally. You got it's cold. <laughs> they're calling for blankets. They call avionics okay. and they're like, they're like, hey. It's cold in here. Well, Can yeah, you, you got to keep blankets? all the computer systems cold as shit. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's still funny that they got to call avionics for blankets, right? Blanket crew. Most, I'm a blanket of, most of them hate it because they, they don't do anything. Getter. The flight attendants come and give them a blanket. Are they like massaging too? Oh my God, they're so good. They're so fucking badass, bro. Yeah. I was, I was like, yes, this is wow. To be a pirate, to be a pirate, you know, it'd be cool. <laughs> Push a, then again, then push a button and a scotch just comes up, you know? Right? <laughs> yeah, you're like, no, you just call the fucking, call Avi. Yeah. Hello. Hey, I ran out of beverages. Can you bring me something? Yeah, that's it. Room service. <laughs> yeah, some nuts, please. Because they could be over at Target area for... Oh, yeah. You know. Hours. Hours, right? Because you could you have two different... So the one guy that we had, he came back for, you know, after training and getting full up and everything. He's like, yeah, it was cool, but it's weird because like you know they it's everything's computerized so like your whole flight plan everything's fine so he's like it's weird because when you're flying it's like microsoft flight simulator like there's just a line that you follow that's already on the screen it tells you where to go and then when you get there you just click one button and then you just you just do this yeah (laughs) he's like so as an enlisted pilot he's like you're just sitting there going yeah and the engine still work yeah i mean the the most that's that's it the most somebody does does is a sensor operator where he's moving the ball He's the only one that is constantly <laughs> doing stuff. But he said, as the pilot, he's like, the thing just flies itself. Like if, if everything's pre-programmed, like picture like yep. a like a memory pack, right? For like a game or something, you slide that in, it just does it. Yep. You just click click the button, and then it's like, oh well, I'm just gonna sit. Especially here. if it's especially if it's lost link, it'll <clears> go up, loiter, and then go to a point of return. Boop. Yeah, and all that's pre-programmed before every flight. Yeah, the dude, the craziest thing. For a me- for a mech, I feel is an engine run, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm standing 30 feet away at a box. I have to watch the airplane, watch the box, watch the airplane, watch the box. So I don't put the airplane on its ass, right? Because it's a prop job. Mm-hmm. And you you know when you're normally sitting in a jet running, you can feel it, right? You feel what the jet's kind of doing. Oh yeah, sort That's, of right. I I, I, I no, teach it and everyone. It. You can feel teach everything. It. I teach that in every one of my classes that don't. Don't just go off gauges. Go, you, yeah. you, you go off by feel too. Yeah, you can feel everything. Like so, you're like, "What? Well, hey, let's uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's hope we don't fuck this up, right?" Because you know, there's a process. You got to take it off locks. You got to fucking do all this other bullshit, and you hope that you're not gonna because you could put that motherfucker on its ass real quick. So when so, I would run, or allegedly when somebody would run Raptors, the nozzles, right, the move with the stick. Uh huh. So I'd get there in like a good like motion to see if I could how far I could get it to rock <laughs> back and oh, forth. <laughs> they move with the they move with the stick. Yeah, yeah. Forward and back, the nozzles go up and down. 
Right. I've never, I've never, I, I remember being at EOR and when they would turn, you know, they fucking, the, yeah, they yeah. would pull them up. They, they, they pull them up so they didn't blow us over while we were fucking trying to work on the 15s. You know what I mean? But, uh, they didn't start doing didn't that until like a few years after I got to the 43rd, which fucking assholes. But, oh, really? They're like, hey, we can just pull the stick back and like when we turn so we don't blow everybody over. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm down there running, <sighs> I have fucking three 15 squadrons that I got to fucking get out. You go to the Raptor guys that come there and forget to, you know, do that. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys ever came down the street, I'd let whoever look at the jet. Well, yeah, just about, just about anybody. If you're on the flight line, you can look at the jet. (laughs) I, well, I think it was you. I think it was you down there. Cause you, you and I fucking, we, you know, we we parked a little bit Mm -hmm. back in the day. So I, I will say though, like doing engine runs now on this airframe, compared to like 130s is so fucking boring yeah I, like the only coolest part is like bump the throttle like to a certain threshold and once you get over a certain threshold it's it's just quiet like nothing happens dang it's weird but like on 130s right so you, they're not throttle levers they're condition levers so when you're <laughs> the engine's always at 100 percent. oh yeah <laughs> so you got to keep your hand on the nose wheel steering because in case you jump chocks but when you when you go up like to like Almost to the wall, like till you till it drops down, dude. It's like everything's bouncing and Shit like analog gauges. Off. Oh, oh fuck! That's like the true test of like engine run person because the analog gauges start bouncing and you have to know like where it levels out at to know exactly what percentage or what torque you're at. Yeah, that shit's crazy. And if you do it during like the if it's rainy or cold, you're like, you you almost max out on torque and you're only like halfway on throttles because the, the blades. Dude, and it's even hey, worse. Listen, we're doing good today, guys. We're doing good today. You know why? Because we're talking about engine runs. This is a good segue to one of my <laughs> the news that I brought in here today. So, uh, beep, 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 beep. This is the news today with your anchor, Washington. Anchor. The Pentagon this week awarded Pratt & Whitney a sole source contract. Worth as much as $870 million to sustain the Cold War era, TF-33 engines that power the Air Force's B-52H Stratoforces and E-3 Sentry aircraft. Pretty the same engine? as the, the fucking... Not, I, no. The E-3 and the, the E-3 B-52? Sentry has turbofans. No. no, it's the same. Well, yeah, they're all turbofans. It's the same motor. It has the, turbo, the, the torpedoes? Same ones as B-52. That's crazy. So is the J Star. J Star has the same one as B fifty two. The uh, Defense Logistics sure? Agency. I thought the because the E3 is the AWAC, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I thought those engines were a lot bigger than the B fifty two. The turbofans. No. It's the B fifty two motor. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pull it up. I worked on them, bro. <laughs> I worked on them. Yeah, maybe the old ones. Anyways. Well, they do have four engines, right? Two on each wing. Yeah, the B fifty, yeah, the B fifty two has a fucking eight. eight, yeah, yeah, but they're the same motors. Wow, I never knew that. The Defense just... Logistics Agency base contract with the company is for six years with an optional four year extension. The Pentagon said Tuesday, the initial award value of the firm fixed price and cost type contract is forty point seven million dollars. Mm. Yep, and uh, the work would be completed in April. 2034. So if you're looking for a job near Tinker on motors, B52, boom, contract just awarded. That's for you guys. Pretty crazy, right? 
Oh, well, I was going to share my screen, but you fucking disabled it. Did I? <laughs> you can't see it. Let me see. Hold on. You disabled it because you're going to prove there you it wrong. Go. There you go. Now try it. Those are the same. See, those B-52 look bigger models. than a B-52 engine. Nope. Those are the same the B- ones. There, there's two of them, right? Yeah, the B-52 has two on each pod. Those are the same exact ones. Are you sure? Positive. And they use SkyDraw. They fucking suck. Maybe it just looks bigger because that's a smaller plane. Boom. Same ones. Well, maybe. They are. The TF-33. Now, Britain was the only one that upgraded. Okay? Britain upgraded their AWACS. Now, if you look up British AWACS compared to our AWACS, they have the yeah, That's GE a lot motors. bigger than I expected them to be. It was, close. yeah. They, um, if you look up British AWACS, they have the AWACS or the GE motors, and they've upgraded. Oh, look at that, look at that thing. Look at that dick. Look at that thing. <laughs> that's actually the new... Um, which one? That one right there. See the E3D AWACS? ZH101? Yeah, those yeah. are a lot bigger. Right. So yeah. those are ones that I worked on at um, Northrop. They upgraded to those GEs. They're a lot bigger, and they have thrust reversers, thrust reversers on them. You know what's even crazier is like almost every UK jet has a refill boom. Yeah, almost Dude, every one of their airplanes. That's the cleanest fucking airplane I've ever seen. Because we had to go and redo all the cable inside that airplane, right? We had to take and replace all the cables. Look at that fucking thing. Okay, so this what here, what is this one right here? That's that a like Australia. Australia. So. Yeah. NATO just actually picked this one for to be their new AWACS. You know that? Hmm. The wedge tail, because it's done so good for Australian stuff. NATO just actually picked this one to be its new AWACS because they're getting yeah. rid of all the all the sentries. But yeah, oh, dude, I had to look, I had to go up on the on top of that fucking dome and feather out some fucking bubbles. And yeah, dude, it was fucking cool, bro. That's a Russian, right? It was a cold, yeah, yeah. cold war air. Yeah. Okay. So, did you know that they started the um, Russia actually just started flying these again because mm-hmm. they are worried about having our fighters, our stuff out in the West helping Ukraine. They use that fucking airframe though for everything in Russia and oh the Antonovs that part. Yeah, yeah. that because I remember everything. when I was over there, the fucking they had a little graveyard hidden off in the back of the tent city. And like they had old airliners with the same fucking bombardier bubble on the bottom of them, and then fucking a what, few military. What I am surprised still flies. No, not that one. Ooh, Grizzlies. <laughs> oh, the TU. Yeah, whatever. The one that they, uh, that they are yeah. always. They keep upgrading it, just like the fifty-two. But dude, the counter rotating props mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, they these are the ones they always fly up next to uh, Alaska. Yeah. We had to intercept it a few times. Have you Bro. ever heard like the videos of, of one of those flying over like top? It is it's so fucking loud. Just look it up on YouTube. Like like so just crazy. a TU fifty uh what was it TU ninety five? You know what actually this brings me into another segue talking about uh Russian stuff that I wanted to actually bring up. Have you guys ever heard of the Caspian Sea Monster? That thing's pretty I was sweet. dude, I was just gonna bring that up. Yeah. That thing's awesome. It, yeah. Like it's a beast, but Dude, that ground effect stuff a, is pretty a cool. A chronoplane is what it's so. If you've written, yeah. yeah, that's a rad picture. But if you bring up like Wikipedia, you know, it'll tell you like the design development and like the operational history. 
they made a bunch of those and it was did you know it was like it was a surprise discovery by the u.s like it was just a, mm-hmm. a happenstance like what the fuck is that and it, and it didn't really fly it just, it, like, it just floated above the water nope, it floats it. above the water it's a like chrono plan i mean they dude those and things they, can work mm-hmm. they just they didn't have the funds and it was funny because the I think before before they beached it or <laughs> shortly after it was everything's been like locked or welded. I think there was like a, a YouTube thing where they actually went inside. They broke the yeah. welds and they went inside because they were trying to put the things under it to bring it up on shore. Um, but it was like a time capsule. Yeah. So Everything they let, was still there. They let a YouTuber in there. Yeah. Go in there and like do a whole video. And I watched the video <laughs> on it. These were rockets, crazy. weren't they? Yeah, they're launchers. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and dude, he went up on the tail, up on the tippy top of the tail in the back. But they now they moved it up on the beach to go into a museum. Isn't that funny though? Like, see, look at that. I yeah. thought they scrapped it. No, they're, no, they're putting they're it in a museum because yeah. it's the only one left. It's the only one left. That's not the original one that was found, you know, by the U.S. But this, but this is the only this one is after that, that they, remains. The U.S. found it and they they just beached it. Well, this isn't the original one that there was found. No, 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 no. But when the that when they they found the one that they found, they they yeah. beached it. Well, that and they ran out of money, so I mean they couldn't operate them anymore. So they're just like, yeah, it was fucking stay here. I would like to go visit that thing one day. I think it'd be fucking cool, dude. It's in Ukraine, those, isn't it? No, it's Caspia. Russia. It's in Russia. Caspia. So for those of you listening that don't know what we're talking about, look up Caspian Sea Monster. Maybe Rhino can talk a little bit about it, show it. I mean, besides showing us pictures, I'm sure like airplane nerds know what it is, but yeah, Wikipedia right there, boy. Model Corporal ship. Makat, experimental ground effect vehicle developed in the Soviet Union in the 1960s. KM yeah. began operation in 1966 and was continuously tested by the Soviet Navy until 1980 when it crashed into the Caspian Sea. Dang. Oh, the original the largest. One, huh? And heaviest aircraft in the world from 1966 to 1988. And its surprise discovery by the United States and the subsequent attempts to determine its purpose became a distinctive event of espionage during the Cold War. Yeah, that was the only one of that one, right? Mm-hmm. I think this is the photo they saw of it. Going, what the hell is that? <laughs> Dude, that looks like a sea monster. <laughs> Caspian sea monster, bro. What? Yeah. I think that was taken by U2 during the Cold War. That's crazy, though, to see that initially and be like, what the fuck is that? Oh, I know. two hundred. It would go max uh, operation at 200, 270 knots on the water. Cruising speed of 430 kilometers per hour. Damn, dude. Maximum operation says, speed of 500. some sources claim up to 400 oh, knots. That thing probably ate up so much fuel. Yeah. Dude. I heard it was hard to turn. Oh, yeah. It's like turn the F4, you know, like a refrigerator. I mean... I wonder if they tested it in calm seas or rough seas or both. They'd have to do both for testing. Mm-hmm. Know what it can handle. But, you know, it probably took miles to turn this thing. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, you would only need, like, okay, so have <laughs> one of those and you would and need just, a straight shot. A straight the shot. picture alone, dude, like, imagine the stress just on that. Like, what's holding the engines up and the thrust from, like, the joints. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably nuts. Well, well, think about this, because it was probably an attack sort of thing, right? So you would only need it one or two times, right? Because you'd fucking pull up. I mean, you could speed in, pull up, fucking launch shit off, and then you're done. No, I mean, true. But, I mean, if you 
even then, like you gotta look at like the 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 survivability of the plane, right? Like imagine the stress on those wing joints, and not even to imagine like the spars and the ribs on the wing itself that held the engines. Yeah, that's, that's fucking do, okay. That's fucking so insane. Doing it multiple times, using it time after time after time, especially in the sea with the salt and everything like that. Oh, I can dude, see where horrible. it would be awful um, corrosion. A waste of money. Yeah, just the corrosion. Um, keeping it from corroding itself would eat up your budget. USSR didn't care about money. No. <laughs> <laughs> bigger. Make it bigger. In Soviet Russia, Pokemon catch you. <laughs> oh, shit. There's a video of it launching a rocket. You got sound? Can you hear it? Uh-uh. No. Whoa. It was a 747. Dude, look it down there. <laughs> look it down there. It That's is. the fucking Iranian using them, too. Radar evading flying boats. Just small ones. I just want to see the video of it shooting the rocket. Look at that fucking thing, dude. Damn. Dude, Good that would God. be a big it's like, bitch, bro. It's barely flying, too. That, that's all it was meant to do. Yeah, yeah. I know, but like all those other ones like get pretty oh, high off the, off the water. It's just, but like, just, that one's like yeah. barely got Look up. at how fast it... Look at... It's not even hitting the water, dude. That's so crazy. Look there, at that there, shit. There, it's off the water there. It's like an air pocket. Yeah, it's all the ground effect that it flies off of. That is one of the Look craziest that, things. I dude, that's on my Look bucket how fast list that's to going. see. That's on my bucket list to see. Is the Caspian Sea Monster the one that's left? Well, there's only one Caspian Sea Monster. Oh, go! Wait, wait, here well, goes because it, it crashed. Look at that! Damn, dude! Jesus, this one's got props on. Yeah, it. that one's different. Hmm. That's crazy. It's like the Spruce Goose. Dude. The Spruce Goose was a crazy one too. Yeah. Old Howard Hughes, bro. The H1 Hercules or whatever. You know, that's the that's the original design of the or the the start of the Hercules. That that name. Yeah. That transport like that. Crazy. Yeah. So are you guys fans of video games? Yeah. Are you guys, are you guys video game fans? So I play, uh, I play Modern Warfare 2 a lot. So I was looking on Duffel Blog. Do you know who Duffel Blog is? Mm-mm. Nope. So they write they write funny, funny shit about the military stuff like that. Satire type stuff, right? I got about Our five brain. minutes, by the way. Oh, okay. Well, you might like this brand new video game coming out. Okay. New Call of Duty VA edition immerses gamers in struggle to attain 100% VA disability. <laughs> in its latest yeah, I attempts... would totally invest in that. <laughs> I would too. In its latest attempts to bring the most realistic military experience to the Call of Duty franchise, Infinity Ward has announced the release of its newest installment, Call of Duty Veterans Affairs Edition. The latest edition of what many consider the greatest video game franchise of all time will challenge players, not with the usual multiplayer game modes, but with relentless battles against bureaucratic red tape, mishandled paperwork, and the constant internal battle of just wanting to end it all. It's a breakthrough in the military immersion experience. We felt it was important to highlight the real post-combat struggles our military veterans face. In COD, VA players can experience the adrenaline rush of Waiting 16 weeks for a routine doctor's appointment. <laughs> the meticulous challenge of deciphering Stop. VA jargon. <laughs> and the nail-biting suspense of hoping to God their life-saving mail-order medications are on the way and not delayed. Do you guys hear this? No. Is that your dog? No. What is it? Why does nobody no. hear the video anymore? Or audio? No, what is it? What's going on? It's the VA hold line music. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say 
they're gonna play that and that's gonna be like the like the main lobby when you select your campaign <laughs> or whatever it's just, Dude. It's just the lobby uh, music uh. according to the creator players must also grapple with the surprise obstacles including lost paperwork unscheduled office closures and a final boss who is referred to as the big green weenie <laughs> oh that's awesome pretty yeah, cool huh? i would i would invest in that game sounds good to me man how do you guys not hear the video audio though mm. i don't know i don't know it's weird how long have we been on why are you why are you taking off so really what what you got planned where you got where are you going i got a the turkey and stuff like that i gotta go get my shit taco ready. party it's been an hour has it yeah is it? I don't think we've been recording for an hour. We haven't been no. we've been on for an hour. All right, that's cool. I mean, Blackbeard and I'll take it away. You know, that's cool. Hey, at but, least I um, show up. No, you're good. Can we see Fab? Wait, before you leave, can we go to Fab for the weather? <laughs> I wish we had news. And for your local weather report, we go to Fab. Fab, yeah, what's the weather like down there? A high of 63, low of 46. Sunday, low of 42, high of 63. Wow. Monday, expect sunshine throughout the week. Average high of 67 degrees. Hmm. And an average low of 42 degrees. Back to you guys. Wow. Thank you, Pumbaa. We appreciate the weather. (laughs) The weather report from you is always good. Next time, just don't say anything. You got to add in the... Yeah. (laughs) Next time, just don't say anything. And just be like, Fab, the weather... Hello? Yep. Hello? Yep. But I no, that there. was pretty good. Thank you. All right, buddy. All right. We'll see you, dudes. Have fun. Bye. You gonna join us tomorrow? Um roll call, baby. Roll time? call. Huh? Time. Normal time. time. Normal time. He's not. If you uh, <laughs> listen, how about this? I'll send you a link. Pop on. Cool. If you pop on, pop off, that's cool too. Whatever. Right. That works. Whatever works for you. Cool. Papalopolis. But we're doing it. Every Sunday is roll call. <laughs> Every Sunday, roll call. Okay. Okay. All right, buddy. Have a great afternoon. Great night. Taco party. Bye-bye. See you. Blackbeard. Yeah. It's just us. Mm, Again. (laughs) Just the two. (laughs) Again. Here we are, warriors. Did uh, Do you have anything you want to talk about today? I thought of something last night, but I forgot about it. And then I woke up. Oh, dang. I don't remember what it was. So... Well, I have a couple more things that we could talk about. We've gone through most of what I wanted to talk about or most of what I had an idea for. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading, what was it, Air Force Times? I was reading Air Force Times yesterday, and they were talking about suicide rates. And I know it sucks talking about that stuff, but it's something we got to talk about, you know, just so everybody's aware. Help each other out, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it sucks to be a topic to, to talk about, but that's a, the veteran thing. That's a thing in our uh what do you call it community yeah right i'm stuck ah. that's a big it's a big thing in our community okay um let's see according to um air force times veteran suicides rose in 2021 despite increased prevention efforts the rate among veterans rose slightly in 2021 as federal officials struck i know it's 2023 i don't know why they're coming out with a fucking it's obvious that it's that it rose right yeah we gotta collect all the data uh According to estimates released by the Department of Veterans Affairs, suicides among veterans were up 1.8% from 2020 to 2021, the most recent year for which state death data is available. 
So totals had dropped each of the two years before the 2021 reversal. Reversal of what? Maybe I didn't read too much in that. Anyways, an estimated 17.5 veterans died by suicide every day in 2021. Um more than 71,000 veterans died as a result of suicide from 2011 to 2021. That's 10 times the total number of troops killed in the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan over 20 years. It's fucked up. Fucked up. Watch each other. Be there for each other. Even if it's even if it's a simple like, hey, what's up? Let's hang out. Because people don't always have to talk about their fucking problems, right? Because people don't always have the, the want, right? Hang out with somebody. It might help. Hit them up. Be like, hey, man, you good? What's going on? They don't don't always have to pour out their feelings and all the other bullshit to them, right? Because most won't. I think that's that's like the big thing. It's not. I have my own theories about why people commit suicide and all that shit, but just talking, like being having that fucking brotherhood and camaraderie or sisterhood, whatever the fuck you want to call it, there with each other, just to bullshit and fucking get your mind off fucking the nonsense and bullshit that's been brewing in your head for however long. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go hang out. Let's go ride motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Let's you don't always have to be like, hey man, I want to talk about my feelings. Let's go barbecue something, drink some beers. Yeah, just or whatever. Maybe alcohol isn't something if you're having issues to something to you know use, but at the same time, you let's go do something, bro. Let's go fucking race cars. Let's go uh you take a helicopter ride over the Grand Canyon, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That shit's fun as fuck, right? That you're more freaked out about the helicopter crashing than you are about anything else going on, right? Yeah, just stuff like that. Off of it. Stuff like that. Help, you know, be there for somebody. Like I said, they don't always have to pour their fucking heart out to you and tell you what the fuck is going on. Just let let your let them know. Hey man, what's up? You need something? Call me, bro. I'm right yeah. there. That's a big thing. It helps out. I think the most. It's just yeah. fucking. And it's not like, there. yeah. And it's not. Hey, if you need to talk, call me. No. Because most of most people, like a friend of mine, he has pretty bad, uh, pretty bad stuff going on. So he doesn't like to talk. You know what I mean? He just likes mm-hmm. to hang out, shoot the shit. Yeah. Right. And I think most combat, most combat guys are that way. They're not. They're not ones to be. You know, they just want to go hang out. So go hang out with them. It's the same thing that I just said a few minutes ago. It is what it is. But I'm going to say the same thing. Let's see. Researchers found lower rates of suicide among veterans aged 75 years and older, those 34 years and younger. So, I mean, it's between 35 and 75. They also reported higher rates among women veterans, homeless veterans, American Indian and Alaska Native veterans, and numerous other subsets of the veteran population. That's not cool, man. So it's not only like one group, not only, yeah, it's a, it's a multitude, right? It's yeah. everybody. Regardless of what you did, you know, most people handle traumatic bullshit differently. And what could be traumatic to one isn't traumatic to another and vice versa, right? Oh, shit. This fucking the loud motors on the flight line fucked me up, right? I can't sleep. Uh, Oh, shit. We got rocket attacks. Oh, shit. I got shot at. Right. There's different kind of stuff like me. Oh, shit. Those box nasties. (laughs) That was traumatic for me. Especially when, especially, <laughs> especially when somebody would steal my fucking chicken sandwich. Okay. RIP chicken sandwich bandit. That was PTSD to me. It still is. I could still taste those fucking whatever the fuck was in there. Uh, Whenever I remember the box, remember the white, it was the white box with the red and blue stripe on the top. It still smelled. Didn't it. have, yeah, didn't have the, 
I forgot what it said on top. American Meals or some shit like that. Remember? I never got Box Nasties. Oh, no. You never got Box Nasties? Oh, my no. God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, still a nightmare. I would see them, but like, no. It's still a nightmare. And that not nice. all. I didn't steal people's Box Nasties. <laughs> okay. And not all of them were Box Nasties. It just depends on what you got, <clears> right? Because some were Box Tasties of what that we would call them on the flight line over the second. <laughs> We would call them box tasties or when we went TDY and we got like in Canada and they gave us food. Those were box tasties, bro. That shit was bomb in Canada. You know what? I've, I've had them, but it was only like a rare occasion. Cause I remember getting them like in the, what is it called? Before you fucking fly out with the jets where you wait for your fucking rotator. Advon. Advon? No, 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 no. Like the, um, the main body. Yeah. Yeah. You go to like the terminal or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And you're sitting there. All they'll give you is box nasties. Yeah. Fuckers. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Here's another one from Duffel Blog. I hope this is funny. I didn't read too much. Uh, CrossFit LLC wins contract to take Air Force officer fitness tests. Double below the zone promotions mm. expected to skyrocket. This is from Yeah. Duffelblog. Okay. <laughs> this is satire. It's not real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, top Air Force officials held a press conference today in the Pentagon Athletic Center to unveil a new contract fit program for officer fitness tests. Airmen are some of the most overworked individuals in the U.S. military. <laughs> Secretary of the Air Force Frank Kendall told reporters who were blocking the running track, this contract returns valuable time to their busy schedules. Acting Chief of Staff General David revealed contract fit was awarded to CrossFit, their CEO is a Marine veteran. He said, I think of a better contractor to take on the rigors of an Air Force workout. <laughs> the idea was the brainstorm of a pregnant colonel assigned to the Air to the Air War College whose term paper, every aviator at the gym is one less aviator on the flight line. Quickly reached Kendall's desk. The benefits seem obvious in hindsight because officers will no longer have to deal with the tedious exercise rituals graded by junior NCOs. Wasn't that funny? Squadron PT, man, I hate. Wasn't that funny? But yeah, dude, I hate Squadron PT too. Do you remember? Do you remember? I've talked about it. It was fucking where I had to, where I had to do PT tests three days in a row. Yeah, not just like the Fat Boy program stuff. I'm talking about like no Squadron PT that everybody had to do. No, okay, so I took a PT test, passed, got called in the first shirt's office, read my rights, had to do it again. The next day passed, got called in again, read my rights. Then they were like, okay, whatever was put bothering you. Then all of a sudden a squadron PT test popped up and I had two master sergeants fucking watching over me the whole time while all of the squadron ran. (laughs) They knew, they knew about you. They knew about me and they, they were like, a guy your size can't do that. They can't run. You can't run 11 minute mile and a half. Okay. All right, I'll do it three days in a row, bitch. And I did. And then what happened later? <laughs> then they just shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. They knew. Yeah. They knew you were going to fail in the future, and they wanted to motivate you. But after that, I didn't fail. Oh, I thought that was before you went on the Fat Boy program. No. Mm-hmm. I was on the Fat Boy program during then, and they mm-hmm. thought because I was like, you know, a big dude that I couldn't <laughs> fucking do it. A guy your size can't run that fast. All right. <laughs> All right. I ran uh, that fast, even though the, the tracks that they had were longer. Yeah. They're, you know, they're you know what I'm saying? They were all they lies. Were lies. Remember how <laughs> they were found out later? 
that the marks were off. That was the ALS track was longer, wasn't it? Yeah, that and that's where I te- that's where I tested. Yeah, that one was fucking annoying as shit because it was like up and down and swervy and fucking going everywhere. That's where I tested. Was there and I ran eleven minute mile and a half <laughs> twice. We had fucking in Alaska when it was fucking freezing and cold and snowing and stuff. You had to do it in the gym, and the gym had this fucking tiny ass track that was upstairs. And yeah. It was- you probably had to like run. I think it was like twelve laps. <laughs> twelve laps. So you're just fucking running the same shit over in a circle. Man, fucking man. ever, dude. What else do we want to talk about? What else? you got? Anything else? Uh, I was trying to think of what I remembered last night, but I forgot. Let's talk about airplanes. Want to talk about airplanes? I think it was an airplane thing. I don't remember though. Let's look at. Let's see. Av. Let's go with some aviation history for today, huh? History. Let's see. Here's what I oh here we go. I will let's see. Can you see my screen here? Yeah. Okay. That this no no that is the 18. It was a 17 before that. Is it? Because when it flew against the F15, that was the XF17, and then the Navy liked it, so they made the 18. Yeah. Let's see. 18 November 1978. McDonnell Douglas. Chief test pilot took the number one full scale development F 18. All I see is your background. For its your flight, desktop huh? background. It's just your desktop background. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. It's a beautiful Dude, sky, God. desert sky with a beautiful green tent. Do you see my the first AMU right over yeah. there? Yeah. And I see your mouse. Okay. Hold on. All right. <laughs> hold on. You were sharing the wrong screen. Yeah. I was sharing the wrong screen, dude. All right. All right. You see it? Can you mm. see it now? Yep. Let's see it now. All right. Yeah, it took its first test flight in 1978, 18 November. During 50-minute test flight, flew 24,000 feet. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, cool. F-18, woo. Jack Kings. Let's see. Oh, what else? I remember what I was going to talk about. After we're done with this, we can talk. Okay. Remember now. Okay. See, that was on the fifth or X-15. Yeah, cool plane. 18 November 1966 on flight 175, Major Knight flew the newly modified X-15A2 to Mach 6.3 mm-hmm. at 98,900 feet. Wow. Wow. This is just 11 years to the day since Pete Everest made the first power flight in the Bell Aircraft X-2 rocket plane with more than six times an increase in speed. That's crazy. Yeah, those things that'd be nuts to fucking fly in one of those. NASA made an attempt to launch two X 15s using the NB 52B. Okay. The yeah, one sitting out front. Yeah. yeah, the one sitting out front. The number three ship had to abort the mission. Okay. The mothership. Yeah, it's this bitch sitting out front, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, out back. Out back of front. Front of back. Northgate. Northgate. Yeah. Yeah. So now they're in the desert. That's crazy. That's a pretty cool fucking. Isn't that the one that crashed? No, uh, there was a few of them. So I, I don't know which one. Well, there's one that crashed, crashed in Nor- in Roseman yeah. Lake. But that was before that. That was like before they put the pods on it. That's X2. 18 November, uh, Kendall makes the first powered flight with a Bell X2 research rocket plane at Edwards Air Force Base. That's pretty cool, dude. That's back in the day. Yeah. Can you imagine being a test pilot back then? Like, no, super no. fucking dangerous. Like test pilots now, it's it's dangerous, but 
there's no like big chances of dying i could say there's a chance th- you could die but like back then there was like no chance of like safety wasn't a big concern i think try it <laughs> i think back then though the biggest thing that we don't have today that they had was pride yeah that's a huge factor and like balls men was were pride men. balls and like passion because mm-hmm. like i was talking to somebody the other day about airplanes like being out here you know the fucking history dude it's fucking crazy out here and you know we talked about the um valkyrie that was in our hangar the last time mm-hmm. you know in the last episode and the um air force's oldest hangar is out here like that kind of shit i'm an airplane nerd right and so when i go outside and i look across the lake bed i'm like fuck yeah dude you know how much it has like how much history has happened here kind yeah. of thing i guess i'm a little bit more passionate about it like I said, I was born in the wrong time for aviation, or maybe the right time, because maybe my yeah, all that of, cool stuff is still happening. It's just the military has lost its fucking yeah pride and legacy. I feel yeah, like look at that crew chief, dude. Yeah, look at that shit. I'm gonna take my shirt off. Was that a B twenty nine? Yeah, or EB fifty. I think they just changed it to fucking because it's a mothership now. There was oh yeah, EB fifty D. That's pretty cool, dude. What else? Let's see. We're almost done here. Puss mouth. Puss mouth. Puss mouth. The Haviland DH. Blew her new. Yeah. Puss mouth. <laughs> what a weird name. What else? Oh, yeah. The Boeing XP9 prototype. That's about it for today. But I was watching a thing about, I didn't know this at, at all, but you know, Peter Jackson, the Lord of the Rings guy. Yeah. He has the largest collection of World War One like artifacts and aircraft. Yeah. He has his own shop that builds these fucking replicas or remakes, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Yeah. It's fucking nuts all the shit that he has. There was a thing on I think it was on YouTube or whatever. But it was a whole documentary about his little fucking World War One. He has some other war stuff in there, but it's all mostly World War One. Right. Fucking crazy all the shit he has. Damn. Let's see. Yeah. I, dude, I would love to have a fucking mute, like a garage full of just shit. Well, I mean, we're coming up on 11, coming up on 11 o'clock. So, I mean, it's almost two hours. Yep. What do you think? You got a veteran program? Nope. I do. I'm not a veteran, so I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do. I did my research last night after I got all my work done. Oh, 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 okay. Let me see. I'm going to bring it over here. I got a veteran program I can talk shit on, but I won't do that. Oh, me too. But I won't do that. Okay. It's called, can you see, can you see it? Mentor you to something. It's called warriorrising.org. It is, let's see. Helps you. part of Black Rifle. So warriorrising.org is focused on you, the individual veteranpreneur. We start by helping veterans and their immediate family members identify their needs at a given stage in their business development. So essentially they're, they help you develop your business and develop yourself as an entrepreneur slash veteranpreneur. Hmm. They are a nonprofit and um, let's see, you could become there. Okay. So get involved. How do we get involved? Military service is extremely demanding, requires ordinary people. 
This is to be like. Oh, uh, this donate is for a donator. Of a donator. Okay, so become a coach or become a entrepreneur. Let's go become a entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Uh, there's an application, and the requirements based on available resources at any given time. So, okay, when submitting documents to us such as your DD two fourteen, there's an application process, which on which on the website, it sh- it, the video will take you through it and everything like that, and. There's an application button at the bottom. That's warriorrising.org. H-T-T-P-S colon backslash backslash www.warriorrising.org. You got to spell it out. H-T-T-P-S colon backspace backspace www.w-a-r-r-o-i-o-r-r-i-s-i-n-g.org. That's it. <laughs> Go check it out. If you want to get your business if you want to become a entrepreneur bro go get go do it oh look at all oh, the numbers okay. all right let's check out some numbers um veterans assisted applied in 2023 is 6450 their goal is 8000 two veteran businesses valued at over a million 9657 hours donated to training mentoring educating veterans in 2023 18208 veterans assisted that's an all time number so that's pretty big i don't know how long yeah. they've been doing it 20 veteran businesses valued at over a million bucks and 27,000 hours donated to training and educating mentoring veterans. So they're doing pretty good for our community. Go check them out. If you need help with your business, you want to get there. Yeah. Go check that's them out. Fucking good. Um, yeah. I think that's all we got for today. Um, <clears throat> you got anything else? No, that's good. Okay. That's real good. That's real good. All right, Dan, stay on for a minute. Yeah. Uh, actually, let me stop sharing here. No. Huh? Because you can check us out on all the normal streaming sites like Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Lugal, Lugal, Discord, Rumble, Patreon, iHeartRadio. Go to, and, dude, we need to tell them to go to our Patreon. It's five bucks. I can't hear that. Neither can they. Maybe I was too close. Go to our Patreon. It's five dollars a month. You get access to merch and other things. Please, pretty, pretty, please. Early access to merch. It helps us get merch. Maybe, maybe we'll give you some other stuff. Uncut videos. Uncut yeah. gems. You want some uncut gems? Gems? Yeah. Uncut gems. Feed if you're twenty-one or over. Have some mead for you. If I don't drink it first. If he doesn't drink it first. I got some mead left over. I got like five, six liters left. This is creepy. You think people think they're creeped out while me while I'm doing this? You barely understand it. Yeah. They might be able to understand it later when I'm doing maybe I'll talk like this. Go to our Patreon. Subscribe for five bucks. Come on, bros. You spend more money. On bullshit every month. One cup of Joe. And not even one. Let's not even. Okay. People use Starbucks all the time. Let's take it away. Let's not use Starbucks. Let's use something else. Yeah. What do use we like? Keys to the jet. Donuts. Make you go. We nuts. spend more money on fucking donuts per week than you would on keys to the jet. You too could sponsor a needed uh, veteran. Also, by that happening, we see your names. You want to be on the show? Do it. We'll bring mm-hmm, you on. Mm-hmm. You could tell your story. You Spread the knowledge. 
you can talk about you. So your children can know what you did. That's right. Help us upgrade our gear. Help us get to these other places that we want to go to. Go to patreon.com forward slash to the jet. Keys to the Jet Podcast. Do it. Ooh. It's only five bucks. That's the only tier. There's only one tier. That's yeah. it. There's and only one we, tier. We could have like 20s of dollars in our account. Yeah. Rather than <laughs> ten, less than less, 10. <laughs> less than 10s. Less than 10s. All right, guys. <laughs> well, we'll see you on the next one. Oh. Right, chalk, bye. Love you, bye. Love you guys. Bye.